0: Welcome to Precepts of Faith. This is Conrad DeFreesen. Romans 10:17 says, "So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God." The title of this Bible lesson is Authority of the Believer. And this is lesson 1 of a several part series. We're talking about the authority in the dominion that God has given to the believer and to the Christian today. It was God's original purpose and has always been to give mankind dominion and authority to rule and reign over the earth. Yes, mankind is under God, but God gave that dominion right at the beginning in the book of Genesis to mankind to have dominion and to rule over the earth. In Genesis chapter 1, starting with verse 26, and God said, let us make man. Now when it says man, he's talking about male and female is referred to as man. Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, um, and over the fowl of the air, um, and over the cattle, um, and notice it says, and over all the earth. Um, On down in verse 28, um, he tells them to be fruitful and multiply, um, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. Um, If Adam... Had of taken authority over Satan when he came through the serpent in the garden, then we would not be having the devil to deal with today. Adam and Eve had been given dominion and authority over all the earth and to subdue it. That word subdue, that means if something gets out of line, then you put it back in line. If something isn't right, then you make it go right. Right in the right way it's always been god's will to have to for mankind to have dominion over the earth under god but yet to have the authority to rule and to reign over the earth and it's the same today now in the book of genesis chapter 2 and verse 17 god tells them adam and eve but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. The word surely die there in the Hebrew means in dying thou shalt die. In dying spiritually, then you will eventually die physically. When Adam and Eve partook of the forbidden tree, Then the sin nature entered into their human bodies, into their flesh. They died spiritually. They lost contact with God spiritually. And physical death began to work in their bodies. If they had never sinned and disobeyed God, then they would still be alive today in a natural human body. But when they sinned and the sin nature came into them, then Physical death began to work in their bodies, um, and they eventually died naturally. In the book of 1 Corinthians, um, chapter 15 and verse 22, it says, um, For as in Adam um, all die, so in Christ um, all will be made alive. Um, People today that are not born again are still in Adam. People that are born again are in Christ. um, you're not 70% saved. Uh, you're not uh, uh, 65 or 50% or 90%. Um, a person is either born again uh, or they're not born again. There's, there is no in-between. Uh, a person may be born again and not living exactly the way they should. They may not be living as victorious and as obedient to God. Um, But if they have received Jesus Christ as Savior and they're born again, they are in Christ. And no matter how good a person is and how good a person in the community, and that's a wonderful thing, but if they have not accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, they're still just in Adam, and in Adam all die. That is, they will eventually be lost forever if they do not accept Jesus as their Savior. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 12, it says, um, Wherefore, um, as by one man, talking about Adam, by one man sin um, entered um, into the world, and death by sin, um, and so death um, passed upon all men, uh, for that all have sinned. I want us to look at that verse just briefly. Therefore, as by one man's sin, that is the sin nature, entered into the world, and death, um, there's several kinds of death. There's natural death, spiritual death, and the second death. Um, here, it's important that we identify which death uh, the Bible is talking about. For by one man's sin entered into the world and death, that is spiritual death. Um, uh, came in, spiritual death entered into the world by sin, by the sin of Adam and Eve. Um, And so death, that is spiritual death, um, passed upon all men, men and women, for that all have sinned. Now, everyone hasn't sinned the way Adam and Eve did. um, But when Adam sinned, uh, then all of the human race, uh, other than the Lord Jesus Christ himself, um, all of the human race was in the loins of Adam. So in that sense, um, all have sinned because now, except for Jesus Christ, all are born in sin or born with the sin nature. In Second Corinthians um, chapter 4, and verse 4, um, it says, In whom the God of this world um, hath blinded the minds of, um, of them which believe not. Um, When Satan deceived uh, Eve, uh, and Adam was not deceived, he he knew what the will of God was. um, But when he sinned, um, then he lost that title. He lost that dominion and authority, um, and Satan gained it. That's where Satan got this title, in whom the God with a little g, um, in whom the god of this world satan is referred to as the god of this world with a little g because when adam sinned he lost that dominion but praise god we will see that in christ jesus in jesus christ he has restored that dominion that we no longer have to be under satan's dominion and under his authority in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, and verse 13, it says, um, Who hath, uh, now this word hath, that's in the past tense, um, who hath delivered us um, from the power or from the authority of darkness, um, and hath translated us um, into the kingdom of his dear Son. Um, I want to read that in the Amplified Bible in the classic edition. Um, In Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13, it says, The Father has delivered and drawn us to himself. Notice this here. Out of the control, praise God. Everyone that accepts Jesus Christ as Savior, they have been delivered and drawn out of the control and the dominion of darkness um, and have been translated um, into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Um, If you have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and received Him and been born again, um, God Himself says He has drawn you out. um, You're no longer under the dominion um, in the control of darkness. Uh, He has drawn you out of the control and out of the dominion uh, of darkness. um, and translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. Once you're born again, you're a citizen of heaven. You are a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. You're in the world then, but you're not of the world. I've been, I live in the United States, but I have been to England, for example. When I'm in England, then I'm in England, but I'm not of England, because I have a U.S. passport. I'm um, in England, but not of England. Now that we are born again, believers, um, we are in this world, but now that we're born again, we are not of this world. Um, we are no longer under the control um, and the dominion and the authority of darkness. Um, I want to look at a scripture talking about the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, beginning with verse 20. Um, which he wrought um, in Christ um, when he raised him from the dead um, and set him at his own right hand um, in the heavenly places. Uh, Notice it says, far above um, all principalities um, in power and might uh, in dominion, praise God. You say, well, that's Jesus Christ. Yes, it is. Um, but hold on just a minute. Let's see what he says. Um, he has raised him up and made him to sit far above all principality and power and might. Um, in dominion, um, in every name that is named. Um, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Um, verse 22. Um, and hath put all things um, under his feet, where has he put all things? Under the feet of Jesus, under his feet, and hath gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Verse 23, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. When you become born again and receive Jesus as your Savior, you are a member of the body of Christ. The the least, most, most unobedient, the most unworthy, the very least member in the body of Christ still has the devil under his feet because you are in the body of Christ, Begin to see yourself in him. Yes, he's the one that has been seated far above all principality and power, but he's the head and he has made us the body. Oh, praise God. Notice here in Ephesians now, chapter 2 beginning with verse 5. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened, that word quickened means made alive, hath quickened us, Together with Christ, by grace are ye are saved. Verse uh, 6, um, and hath raised us up together. Praise God. He's talking about Jesus was raised, but when you accept Jesus, then God sees you raised. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If you're born again and you're in Christ Jesus today, even if you're in the feet, even if you feel like you're the least and most unworthy, you are still in the body of Christ, and you have been raised with him, and you are seated in the mind of God the Father. You are seated. With Christ in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that can be named, you have been made to sit with him. Praise God. He identified with our sin, and we accepted him. We identify with his righteousness. Praise God. He became sin for us uh, that we could receive his righteousness and receive the benefits that he has won for us. In Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, it says, Behold, I give unto you power. This word power here literally in the Greek means authority. Behold, I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. That would be comparing things like devils and demons. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, notice here, and over all the power of the enemy. Over how much power? Over all the power. Once you're born again in the mind of God the Father, he has translated you out of the control of the in the dominion of darkness. You're no longer under that control and dominion unless you choose to be under it with your own will, your own decision, your own actions. You can choose to be under it, but you don't have to be under it because in the mind of God, he has brought you out of the control of darkness and given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. We're talking about, and getting into this subject, the authority of the believer. Now, this is the first lesson. We'll be looking at several lessons after this. We're we're, we're digging deep into the Word of God to get a hold of something that every believer needs to get a hold of today. If if the believers do not understand their authority and they do not exercise their authority over the enemy, although they'll go to heaven when they leave this world, they will suffer and go through many things that they do not have to go through. If they can just get a hold of God's word and and get the understanding of what God has given them, the authority that He's given them, and then act upon that authority, then God will take hold with them to bring the victory. In Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, verse 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations, ministering to them. In other words, all power and all authority had been given to Jesus, but he has delegated that authority to the believer. He's delegated that authority to those that receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. In Mark Chapter 16 and verse 15. um, And he said um, unto them, um, Go ye into all the world um, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. um, And these signs shall follow them that believe. The first thing it says is, in my name they shall cast out devils they're going to have authority over demons over devils they're going to have authority over all the power of the enemy we've just looked at that verse in Luke 10:19 behold i give you power literally in the greek i give you authority over all the power of the enemy He has given the believer the name of Jesus to exercise authority over all the works of the enemy. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 4 and verse 27, neither give place to the devil. In other words, don't give the devil a foothold. Don't open the door to him. Don't don't let him get in anywhere. You as a believer have the authority and the right given by God the devil can't get in if you don't let him in you don't have to open the door to the devil the bible says neither give place to the devil praise god first peter chapter 5 and verse 8 be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion goeth about seeking whom he may devour. He's going about looking for someone that's left the door open. He's going about uh, looking for someone that has disobeyed God's word, someone that has uh, uh, given place for him to get in. He's looking for that. Um, Verse 9 says, Whom resist um, steadfast uh, in the faith. He is saying to every believer, be vigilant, be sober, be alert, and and resist the devil steadfast in your faith in God and in his word. Did you know that you can resist the devil? He tells us this over and over in the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 7. First thing you do is submit yourselves, um, therefore, to God. Before you resist the devil, submit to God. Yield to him. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Yield to obedience. Yield to faith. Yield to the love of God. Yield to walking in the Spirit and, and obeying God and forgiving others and doing the will of God. The first thing to do is submit yourselves therefore to god then he says resist the devil did you know you can resist the devil He's, he commands us to resist him resist the devil and he will flee from you that word flee means to run from as in terror praise god you as a believer can resist the devil you can give no place to the devil You have been given authority. You have been given authority. Not just Jesus, you in the name of Jesus have been given authority over devils and demons in the authority and the ability to resist the devil. He says in the book of Acts, chapter 1 and verse 8, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In Ephesians chapter 6, um, in verse 10, finally, my brethren, and that includes sisters, um, be strong in the Lord. Not strong in yourself. um, Strong in the Lord. You're a branch hooked into the vine. You're getting your life from the vine. Jesus is the vine. His father, our father, is, is the husbandman. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. The very life that's in Jesus is flowing through us, every believer. Ephesians 16, Father, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Praise God. Not strong in the power of your might. Yield to God. Submit to God. Put your faith in God and in his word. He's living with you. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. The Holy Spirit has come upon you and in you. In the book of 1 John, chapter 4 and verse 4, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What's he talking about? He's talking about the Holy Spirit, that comes to dwell inside every believer when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You have the third person of the Godhead with you all the time. In Second Corinthians chapter six and verse sixteen. In what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For he says, For ye or for you are the temple of god the temple of the living god notice here as god hath said i will dwell in them and walk in them and will be their god and they shall be my people when you receive jesus christ as lord and savior he comes in the form of the holy spirit to uh, to live on the inside of you, to walk in you. He doesn't just come to ride with you the rest of your life and you just to suffer everything in life. He comes there to make you an overcomer. You exercise the authority, and he will back it up with the power of the Holy Spirit. In the um, book of Romans, chapter 6 and verse 14, he says, "...and sin..." shall not have dominion over you. Sin is synonymous with Satan. Sin or Satan shall not have dominion over you. In the book of Romans, chapter eight and verse twenty six he says the Spirit himself, um, the Spirit itself or himself um, helpeth our infirmities. Um, That word helpeth um, It literally means to take hold together with, against. In other words, you exercise the authority, and he will take hold together with you and give you the ability and the power and the victory in what you're exercising authority over in the name of Jesus. Just like the Spirit of the Lord came upon shepherd boy David, and he slew the lion, and he slew the bear, The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came upon him and gave him the power. He exercised the authority, but when he did, the Holy Spirit came on him and gave him the power to slay the lion and the bear. Nowhere in the New Testament is there anywhere that God tells the believer to pray to God to do something about the devil. As far as God is concerned, he has already spoiled principalities and powers, and he's made a show of them openly. He has defeated Satan, and he has given the believer the authority over all the power of the enemy to resist the devil, To be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Um, And so, nowhere is the believer, are we told, to ask God to do something about the devil. Um, He's already defeated him, but He has delegated that authority to the believer today um, to go forth and cast out devils, resist the devil, don't give the place or a foothold to the devil. Praise God, the Holy Spirit, every believer, you are the temple of God. He dwelleth in you and walks in you and empowers you to do the will and the work of God on the earth. Jesus is the head, but you are the body. All principality, power, might, and dominion is under the feet of Jesus, He's the head, we are the body. Well praise God until the next lesson. Remember the words of Jesus in Mark nine twenty three All things are possible to him that believeth.